Well, welcome back to another episode of I'll Be the Judge of That with my co-host, Evan Ryan Lewis, and a longtime listener, first-time caller, we have Bobby Bongart. Thank you for joining us today. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you. So you know how it goes as a listener. We discuss a couple topics. I think we'll go two each, and you bring your own topics, and we'll uh, debate them, talk about them, rap about them, and uh, see who's ultimately right, which is me. And we don't know each other's topics in advance. Right. So to kick it off, Evan Ryan Lewis. Um, first of all, before we start, in an earlier episode, we talked about if you can call someone early because you said someone called you late at night. That's right. And uh, in response, you called them back at 530 in the morning. That's correct. And I thought that was hysterical. Uh, we have a, a longtime listener, Brandon Bank, who said that you called him at 730 a.m. on a Saturday. That's, that's also right. <laughs> I wanted to say what's up. Uh-huh. I was up at five. I checked the surf and then you know I drank my coffee and I didn't go surfing. <laughs> and now I'm wide awake. Watched two episodes of Your Honor. Before I know it, I'm bored. I'm going down the list, just FaceTiming people. Uh, you know, Big B being one of them, and he got annoyed by that for some reason. <laughs> I want to see his little puppy that he got. I think now they can call you late at night. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. You're down one. They owe you one. You you have this. <laughs> they thing have the you get have out of bounties out. Point. You're keeping track. If someone calls you late at night, you're calling them at seven thirty in the morning. They if have you call someone at seven thirty in the morning out of nowhere, they now can call you at eleven. So once I break the barrier, they're allowed to enter. I think that's the rule you established already. Yeah. Can they do it? Can they be multiple repeat offender? You're gonna have chaos on your hands. With oh this. my gosh! <laughs> what, what's people doing sleeping in so late? <laughs> All right, let's kick it off. All right, who goes first? You. I go first. Yeah. Okay. You like when um, they're based on stories? This one is based on a story. This was a couple years ago. Now I'm at a party. I was talking to this girl, a friend of mine. And she recommends this book. I think it was called. Are we going back to the book thing? Not, not to the audiobook thing, no. She recommended this book. I think it was called Flow, but I can't remember the name. I ordered it on Amazon. I read like a third of it, didn't really like it, and didn't finish it. Months go by, I see her again. I was like, oh, I, uh, I got that book. She's like, what would you think? I like, honestly, I didn't, I didn't like it. She's like, well, I've never read it, so. What? <laughs> and... I, the topic is, can you recommend a book you've never read? I think that you absolutely can, but you have to preface it with, I've never read this book, but so-and-so recommended it to me. Mm-hmm. And if it's like a really, really person that you would trust, <laughs> as in uh, a rabbi, a priest, grandmother, something of that level, I say yes. If it's like... I concur, Absolutely. You can recommend a book, but you have to. That's it an has asterisk, to that's recommend an asterisk it to you. No, 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 no. But like, if, if you're if you're over here talking about, I don't know, photography, or you're really into like, you know, murders or something, and I like recently have heard of this photographer who's been murdered and wrote a book about it. Um, I'd be like, <laughs> you know, this may be up your alley. I've never read it, but uh, it sounds like something that you'd enjoy. Okay. Yeah, you can't you can't recommend a book you haven't read. You can recommend a book you've listened to. <laughs> yeah, so I could be like, I saw Matthew McConaughey on a late night talk show. He's promoting green lights. I think you should read it. Right. Absolutely. No, you can't do that if you haven't read it. 
No, you you have to say that you haven't read it. You can't do that anonymously. Oh, you should you should read the book because you love Matthew McConaughey. But right. I haven't read it yet. <laughs> right. You just did that so well that I thought you were actually recommending. I was like, yeah, I would I would listen to that. The funny thing is when I see him on the late night talk shows promoting that book, I'm like, who would buy this book? And then you're like obsessed with it. Obsessed. Obsessed. What comes in goes out, amigo. <laughs> it's all part of the plan. Yeah, I don't think any of it makes sense. I think Matthew McConaughey's out to lunch, honestly. <laughs> he is so out to lunch, he's out to brunch. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, no, but honestly, when you recommend a book, I feel like, first off, that's such a rare thing these days. And then it's it's now it's just complete smoke and mirrors that she hasn't read the book. Right, blown away. Did you look up how long the audible is? <laughs> no. no, honestly, it's, it's a game. Show. It's a four hour. It wasn't audible. a long book. Yeah, I would say that. There is this girl one time that I was chasing. This was way back in the day, and she was a big reader. And she said, uh, "I asked her what her favorite book was because she was a big reader." And she said, uh, "On the road." by Cormac McCarthy and to flatter her <laughs> I bought the book uh, bought the audible had a storyteller read me the book uh-huh. highlighted the stuff and as fast as I could do it right <laughs> so like a week later I'm just like wow what a great recommendation I truly it was a great recommendation I love Cormac McCarthy but uh-huh. it, I mean you know when she recommended a book and then we I wanted to like rap about it she didn't have much to talk about. <laughs> maybe she didn't. Read she it. maybe she didn't. Right. <laughs> Green lights by Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Actually, just the book that no one's ever listened to or ever right. read, but always recommended right, yeah. it to the next person. <laughs> that everyone buys it, no one reads it. Yeah. That could be the greatest scam of all time. You definitely read it with a highlighter. Well, no, I listened to it. <laughs> all right. All right, Bobby, you're up. Okay. Um, we're talking facial hair here for a second. We all have a bit of facial hair here. If you were talking to a person with only a mustache, are you more inclined to take them more serious as a voice of authority? <laughs> or do you treat them like a joke? Because you're laughing at the mustache. It's a great, great topic. So when I worked at this company uh, back in the day, I... There's this guy, he had a nice stash, right? So thick and fluffy, I thought it was comical, right? I thought this was a joke. And I'm like checking the calendar, it's April, right? It's not November. And (laughs) so I I go up to him and I'm like- There might be a caveat to this topic for the month of November. (laughs) Right. I go up to him and I go, you know, great stash. And he kind of was like put off by it. Like he was kind of like, you know, thanks, like kind of like, you know, and I was just like, shit, shit. you know, and I waited for him to like shave it and he never shaved it. And like eight years later, just the way he is, that's his thing. This is kind of a, a tangent, but I've always wondered like how, how long it takes to get the staple. Like that guy has the mustache, you know, the guy from growing up, that guy has the beard. Right. 30 right. years, same exact right. facial hair. I always wonder how long it takes to get that kind of status. Oh. It's like seven years you become a New Yorker living there. How many years having the same facial hair are you stapled as that? Right, like what are you the mustache man? Well, I also think like, first off, I think it's like how strong you can grow it, right? Okay, so condition of the mustache. Condition of the mustache changes the authority of, of how you're taking it, right. So we have a friend that 
his mustache is not tier one, right? It's not, but he has a stash. He has a stash, and it's like, you know, it's it's a quarantine stash. Like this is a weird time, right? Mm-hmm. People are growing out facial hair that they don't have, or not growing out facial hair because they can't have it, or what? Well, I don't know what the case is, but it's a weird time for people in the facial hair world. So I feel like if it if it's a good looking stash. You got to let it ride. I think six months would be the cutoff. I think there's two types of mustaches. There's like the authoritative mustache, which I think you do have to respect a little bit. And then there's the hipster mustache, which is like, what do you, you mean? I think you also respect. The hipster mustache? Yeah, it's the stash that doesn't have authority. <laughs> that's the one. We're talking about authority. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you're talking about like the... Because the topic is, do you respect people with mustaches more? Yes. Or, or do, you have, do you respect their authority more, right? Or do you treat them like a joke? Well, I, I think or do you, are you accepting or neglecting of what they say? Yeah, I think if it's like a you're you've had it for seven years, you're, just, you're the mustache guy. Yeah, definitely have more authority. But if it's the hipster mustache, less authority. Does it matter what type of job they have? Like police officer rolls up, yeah, stash. You're like, yeah. you know, full authority, classic. Then like, it goes also to the quality of the stash. But th- that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. What if a police officer rolls up and it's like, <laughs> buddy? You know, nice try. You're not a cadet. You got to shave that thing. Like, it's not working. <laughs> right. You know, like, can you, do you show him the same respect? No. No. Mm-mm. Even though he's an authoritative figure. Right. I also think it comes with age. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, the wise old man with the gray stash. You know, who's, who's that guy? Sam something. He's in, uh, he's in, like, that movie Star is Born as Bradley Cooper's old uh-huh. brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. his name? Uh, I think he's actually, uh deceased now is he dead yeah he's a playwright we're gonna need a pause in front of <laughs> for that guy i think his name's sam the guy from the big lebowski as well yeah it's a great i mean great stash right and you're older you know you kind of you're wiser i think it, that's an authoritative stash i think it depends i think the answer is quality of stash depends on the authority you're going to receive mm-hmm. not a authority not a quality stash i'm laughing at you behind your back Great first topic from Bobby Bungard. Great one. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. I knew yes. his name was Sam. Is he dead? Uh, yes, I believe so. Um, okay. What is... Here, here's my topic. You listening there, Bobby? What is the Statue of Limitations to discuss the ending to a movie or TV show? Ooh, this is a great one. Spoiler one. Spo- spoiler, spoiler alert. Right. And if you already know how we decide on this one, you can fast forward <laughs> to the 22-minute mark. That's good. What's the statute of limitations? This one has to do with length of time since it's come out and how how, how much of the population already knows. Like, you, you can spoil that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. That's not spoiling. That's, like, so well known. What if I was, like, I'm talking to you and I go, Hey, man, have you watched Star Wars? And you're like, yeah, back in the fucking 90s. Mm-hmm. And I, or whenever it came out. The 70s. And, <laughs> did it really? Yeah. Those were the first I'm learning the new things yeah. today. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, ba- way back when I watched Star Wars, whatever. And then I go, well, I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm, two, I'm on episode two, right? Uh-huh. Right? Isn't that what they call it? Well, they're, they're like misordered, but yeah. Yeah, but they call it episodes, not... Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. So I'm on episode two, right? And then you go, just wait till you find out that Luke's father is Darth Vader. And yeah. I what, what, like, That's I not, think that if you preface that you are starting something, 
contrary to if everybody else in the public eye knows about it, mm-hmm. you can't spoil it for them. If they mention that, yeah. Well, yeah. Is that their star? I don't know. That one, I, that's not spoiling to me. You don't think so? No. That's that's messed up. What about a book? <laughs> Book's been around forever. Oh, just wait till the end. Right. I'm going to start giving <laughs> spoiler alerts that are the most minute details. Right. So technically it is spoiling. Right. But in the Star Wars case, just to mess with people. So in the Star Wars case, be like, and I can't believe that the lightsaber is green and then pretend like you just spoiled it so they're watching it the whole time waiting for this thing they get through eight what do they call the episodes episodes of star wars and they're just like this guy gave me the spoiler the saber is green just giving bad spoilers out yeah i I like to give fake spoilers interesting Mm -hmm. and play it off and just waiting for them to text me and they never do this is interesting but i don't i think that it so what's what is it? What's the time frame? What's the statute of limitations? I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't think it's a set timer. I think it depends on each one's such a case by case, which is such a terrible answer on a podcast. You should pick a side. I, oh, oh, it has. I think it has a lot to do with how many other people are in the room that are going to condemn you for giving that spoiler. You know, if it's like a bunch of Game of Thrones people, and you give a spoiler to someone, and they're all huge Game of Thrones fans, that's a lot at stake for you. You need to read that situation a little bit better. So it's the, I think for me, it depends upon who's around me. Who's going to get if mad If I'm at me. investing the time, right? So I'm diehard Game of Thrones, right? Watch it all. If I'm going to invest the time into watching something like that, right? So now I'm, I got 80 hours ahead of me and I'm 40 hours in and you come trotting along and go, yeah, when Jon Snow dies and resurrects and becomes a Nightwalker, I'll, I'll be like, what the? You okay, know? let me tell you something. I... Never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, so, I just ruined a phenomenal I, part of I it. I know that guy died. That's common knowledge. What's his name again? The guy who... John Snow. Yeah, I know he died. That's completely common knowledge. Did that you did... know he was a Targaryen? No. Like, I hate... I, I've never seen an episode of the show. I watched the first episode. I tried getting through it. Didn't get through it. And I used to always be so insulted that people at work would always come up to me and, and assume I was a Game of Thrones fan. And that just insulted me to know You look that. like a Game of Thrones Everyone fan. Everyone always told me that. And I was like, I don't watch that shit. Like, you look more of like a Lord of the Rings kind of guy. So when it was like, it was like big for a while. Then everyone got really disappointed by the ending, right? Yes and no. Well, but, but like the year before, everyone was like, every Sunday, it was like, oh my God, the dragon came and killed everyone. Like, that was crazy. And I was like, always pretending that I was like in on the conversation. Like, oh, I couldn't believe that witch came back. Oh, and... so you were Googling the spoilers. No, I don't know. No, I, but just I was... Just to have water cooler talk? No, but I was a participant in enough of the water cooler talk to, like, know a bit about the show. So it's not a spoil at that point when it's such a big cultural phenomenon. So what if it? What if it's, like... So you're saying majority rules? In a sense, yeah. So, I know okay. Jon Snow's died. That's not a spoiler. Like Okay, Vader. five of us sitting around a table. One person seen the end of uh, Sopranos. The other four have it. I didn't and the, watch and the other four, I know that it cuts to black and he walks out of the diner like... Stop spoiling I everything! Didn't know I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And I've never seen the end of Sopranos. Oh, there's been so much talk about that ending. Like, Yeah, no, that ending was like known as like the and worst And I've never seen ending. an episode of Sopranos. Okay, so if four people in a room... So I'm laying out the scenario. Four people in a room. Five people. One has seen the ending of Sopranos. Full through. Back in the day when it actually aired. The other four not only have not seen it, but they are currently watching it. Can you ruin the ending? For Sopranos right now? Yeah. Absolutely. It's been ruined. So four, pe- four people who are currently 
watching all the episodes and one person has watched it from when it ended back in early 2000s, you can just ruin the ending for them? All four? <laughs> they already know. That's your assumption. I've watched that scene on YouTube like five times. But Answer you the question. You have zero context of what that's no, actually about. No, there's a guy in a diner and then like he walks out and the cuts the flag and I was like, well, there's a good scene, I guess. I don't know. What do you guys think? No. That one's too common knowledge. I stand firm. I think that if you are the person who hasn't watched things, you have, you have a, a necessity to watch what everyone else is talking about. Otherwise, you deserve to be spoiled. So five people in a room, four haven't seen it, and are currently watching it. In One 2021? Seen it. Yes. And Sopranos He could just out, walk like in and go, do you guys watch Sopranos? Oh, you guys are watching Sopranos? What episode are you on? And, and collectively, all four go, we're on episode 15 of season three. Well, that's different. And then you, that's different. But... And you go, just wait till the end when you don't know if Tony Soprano gets whacked in the diner. Because uh-huh. <laughs> it's just going to cut to black. It's one of the... That's terrible. It's a terrible thing. That's a, it's a hard, that's a, yeah. You're not terrible. allowed to do that. No, it's you're absolutely not years. allowed to do that. No. You're just a mean person. But does it go by majority? Time and majority. So, okay, four people walk in, one person's watching <laughs> Soprano. Oh, then, yeah, that yeah, person that deserves to be spoiled. <laughs> I think it's majority rules, for sure. Of the group that's there. Yeah. In, in the current present. And if it's a one-on-one? Mm-hmm. So me and my girlfriend just binge watch all the shows and come over here. It's two-on-one. We just get to spoil them all for you. Yeah. <laughs> Journey rules. If you're willing to live by that code, then that's yeah. the You're like, it's just rules. like you getting calls at 530 in the morning on Spike. <laughs> getting call, I'm getting People calls, at, I'm getting calls at, new, at, at midnight going... Wait till the ending of Sopranos. Tony <laughs> Soprano. I'll be yeah. so pissed. All, All right. right. All right, moving on. Good topic. That's very good. All right. This topic was crowdsourced from a longtime listener. Uh, what can you get away with with your hazards on in the car? Anything. I agree. Any Murder. 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 For a short period of time, anything. Handicap spot, red spot, for sure. fire hydrant. Right. It's Hazards. letting everybody know that like <laughs> you're in trouble, even if you're just like. But for a grace period, though. Oh, you, you have you for absolutely. You have a very. You can't leave that for like an hour. The car has to be on. As long as the car is on mm-hmm. and the hazards are on, mm-hmm. you can do anything you'd like. <laughs> you don't think you could just leave it in the freeway, like key off ignition, hazards on, parked? Yeah. For a minute or two, like everyone's like, oh well. You think a minute or two? You wait, so what's the statute limit? What's it's the short that you can get away with murder? But I think I think you can kind of pull it off for a duration of time. Fortunately, I don't have a car that I'm willing to risk that with. But mm-hmm. I know there's a Land Cruiser parked out front that we could really explore this option. It was a baby blue 1986 Land Cruiser. Wow. So I think that, yeah, I think you, I, I would like to disagree with you because I kind of just don't like the fan, the concept that you didn't watch Game of Thrones, but... <laughs> That's unrelated here. I think that... Someone has their hazards on. They're like, how far into Game of Thrones <laughs> did you get? <laughs> uh, how pissed do you get when you see someone with the hazards on? Well, yeah, you got to totally respect whatever's going on with them. It, oh, it, I get, it always I get pissed. piques my interest. Yeah, of always. course. Yeah. I get pissed. How often do you guys use the hazards? All the time. Really? All the time. Like once a week? Yeah, like if some, it, it actually usually happens when someone else is getting out of the car to get something. Like we're, we're running an errand. Mm-hmm. I say, Adam, can you go out and get the lunch? And you go, yeah, absolutely. 
you can stop dead in the middle of the road, right. put the hazards on. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're basically just a, a roadblock at that point and people have to accept it and you're willing to move if something gets that bad. See, I, I rarely use the hazards. Me too. I'm like maybe twice I will, a year. I would pull over like close to the side in a one-way street, right? So like people can't technically truly get around me without going to the other lane before I turn my hazards on. Like I'll be like, yeah, get out of the car. I'll just wait right here. And people are honking and flipping me off and driving by and whatever. I mean, you get flipped off like 12 times a year. Yeah. Yeah. So Easily. You, maybe you should start using your hazards. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get less right. less middle fingers. More, right. si- more sympathy from people. Right. Why is that guy parked in front of the fire hydrant? Yeah. Yeah, and then you just got to act stressed in your car. Like right. kind of just like, ah, oh, hand on your head, you know, just let every time somebody drives by when really you're just trying to pick the next song to, to drive the next like two miles with. Do you ever drive in the carpool lane solo? I've done it, but I'm going to be honest, I blow past those, you know, those lights to get onto the freeway, mm-hmm. you know, like the red and green lights. Yeah. I'll never abide by those for the rest of my life. However, the carpool lane, I, res- I kind of respect the carpool. I'll lane. give a shout out to my friend, Nick Philo, who has this joke about how those streetlights are the stepdads of streetlights. Like, I don't have to listen to you. <laughs> right. Right. For sure. Yeah. And then you kind of, sometimes you're obedient. Sometimes you're not. Now I blow past it every time. Who's going to, there's no, never going to be. A camera taking pictures. If there are, I'm done. You can't get it. But the three hundred fifty dollar ticket for, to what? To get from A to B like a little bit faster? Yeah. Not worth it. Yeah. Can you drive solo in the carpool lane with your hazards on, going eighty miles an hour? You could, you could probably make it pretty far, huh? Yeah, there could be someone pregnant in there. Right. Like giving birth. If you're taking solo, your- what are you driving solo? solo. Giving birth? Yeah. <laughs> The carpool lane. <laughs> There's three people there. All right. All right, Bobby. So murder. You can get away with anything. So when you're in someone else's space, are you allowed? Pardon space? I don't know. Space, uh, home. Okay. Office, mostly home. Are you allowed to play things from your phone, or does the person in the house completely own the air rights of all the sound, and you need to get permission? Is there a story behind this? Yeah, someone was in my home. <laughs> we and they were why. playing the most... Uh, they were playing really hardcore rap. And they didn't ask your permission to... Not even a... Nothing. Just commandeer a speaker. Apple TV or a speaker or what? Nope, just straight from the phone. Straight it wasn't even phone. like it was good sound quality. Oh, that's on a whole other level. I found it so insulting. And the volume was a little loud. The volume was a little loud. Like it was, it, it was to the point that if you wanted to have a conversation, now you're, you're trying to have this roadblock of a communicative issue. Absolutely. Screaming over it. And it wasn't like check out this band I heard last night. There was <laughs> nothing. It's just all of a sudden. It was no just context. playing, and I found myself just rage creeping up inside yeah. of me, and I thought it was pretty rude, pretty the topic disrespectful. Is really, what do you do in that situation? Because the answer is no. You, <laughs> okay, so what do you do in that situation if you are... Because the topics are always like, should I be an asshole or just suffer punishment, you know? That's like a good topic. So, like, do you approach that person and say something or do you, or do you just listen to the music? I actually wouldn't mind if somebody did that if it was music that I was, like, vibing with at the, at the time. You know what I mean? Like, somebody came in and just started cranking, like... Uh, I don't know, Ryan Adams, like, Heartbreaker album. I'd be like, nice, this guy's got style. 
<laughs> if you come in blasting like vulgar rap music of these like you know 2021 year old kids uh, six was nine or whatever the <laughs> six, six niners or tech tech well, i don't know whatever he is it's not my speed you know like who do you think i am your pop culture knowledge is on the level with like my grandfather's i think i know you called me that you called me your my, your great tech level too he's like <laughs> that was hysterical that group chat yeah, trying but... to figure out how to screen record something yeah <laughs> at the same time trying to log into like facebook from 2001 right because you don't have in, you don't have any of the social media. Nah, I'm off off socials. Right. If you want to find me, you know where to find me. And our other buddy Matt is off social media as well, and we do backpacking trips. The three of us. And I always I always feel so weird being the only person on social media in those instances. Well, you got to start doing the stop doing the duck face with the peace sign <laughs> and all your photos. <laughs> That's my style, dude. That's my shot. Um, I think that you could tell the guy or gal that to respectfully shut the f*** up <laughs> because if they have the audacity to crank some music that you're not vibing with without your permission you kind of are allowed to say whatever you want at any minute now okay so it completely opens it up for anything to be said to the other person and they have, you just have to take it if you're the one playing the music yeah if someone if you say turn it off they have to turn it off i think what would be better would, would be if you just it's because it was come from same the phone. applies to a car yeah, somebody gets in just cranking music off their phone. Yeah. <laughs> like not even plugged into the car. That's basically what's happening in the apartment. I right. It's better. I mean, if they, I thought in my head, I was, I thought they like connected to a speaker or the Apple TV or something. But I think that's the move is, is what you do as the, as the insult did is you plug your phone into the car. You plug your phone <laughs> into the speaker and crank music even louder. Uh-huh. And you just have a war. Uh, that, that could be why a lot of my past roommates, there's been a lot of passive aggressiveness. Because <laughs> instead of saying, "Hey, do you mind turning that music off?" Right, you get your speaker. Out. I get my speaker. Yeah, out. you're like on your way to Best Buy. <laughs> it's called a JBL Charge Nine. <laughs> I think you can say whatever you want at that point. Okay. So disrespectful. In your own home. I think it's disrespectful. You know what bothers me is when somebody has those Sonos speakers. They, like you can't connect to right i hate when i go to somebody else's house and i can't connect to the music i think it's great i think you're locking your air rights completely what about like volume though so i was this is a funny story i was in colorado over the summer there was outdoor dining and we're up on this like patio outside it's like maybe 10 tables up there and there's only one waiter and he's like so flustered he's like handling way too much and the music was like terrible it was like like stadium rock right like aerosmith and just so loud and it was the same Bluetooth speaker that I have. And so I was like, oh, just if we hit that little Bluetooth button, we can commandeer the speaker. And it was like not far from us. And like he was going down below to the restaurant and getting the food. So the patio was left empty for like minutes at a time. So we successfully connected to it. Wow. And I put some music on and we were meeting other friends there. And my buddy sits down. And he's like, great vibes up here. And me <laughs> and my other buddy were dying. But then all of a sudden I had this like sudden sense of like responsibility. Like what if I get a phone call? What if right, they right. don't like the music I'm playing? What if it's like on repeat? And I'm like, put my phone in do not disturb. But I'm like, what was I thinking? Like, this is it's funny terrible. you say that with the, with the new iPhone update or something back, I don't know, over the summer, there was Siri started reading my text messages out loud. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, please turn that down. Like, now. And I, I, dude, I panicked the first time. Like, the first time I was like, whatever. And then, like, I got it like a text that i didn't necessarily want everybody hearing and i was yeah that's dangerous what if they were like 
Mommy Dearest is calling. Exactly. You'd be like, oh, this is embarrassing. Be so like, like, be like, whose phone is this? Right. <laughs> so halfway through dinner, we see him like with the speaker, taking his phone out, looking at the speaker again. Like, he's so confused. <laughs> looking around. And I'm just like pretending like. That is amazing and story. And he eventually like figured out. So that's the biggest question, I guess, of this whole topic is can you hijack somebody else's Bluetooth speaker? As of someone who's already committed a crime, yes, but don't hijack mine. There's no passwords on those. Crazy, right? Yeah. Well, I guess I, I would anyone be brings a speaker to the beach, I might be taking that thing over. I think it all uh, back to that topic. I think it depends on beach. I was at Venice Beach like when that nice day was, and it was like free for all. I mean, people were playing. And what was it going to do? Tell a guy that has like the tightrope tied to two palm trees to like turn down his like his reggae music. You're like not happening, you know. I think all of this, all of these topics have the similarity of what are the the, the air rights of sound? Is mm-hmm. who controls what, how loud, mm-hmm. what level, mm-hmm. what quality? It's a really right. big thing. Right. It's a big thing. All right. That's a good. That's a good one. Final topic. <clears throat> Final topic. Do you eat a meal before going to the grocery store? Out of just a strategy. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Alice Roger. No, I've never done that. Before. Really? No. Bobby, don't you eat meals before going out to eat? Sometimes I'm guilty of that. Interesting. Like if I know I'm going to someone's home that there's not going to be any sustenance offered to me for hours at a time, I'm probably going to have some food before. Uh-huh. Also, if I go out to a restaurant, depending upon who I'm with, it's like, listen, if you guys are going to rack up a huge bill and we're all going to split it, I'm not going to eat that much, then I'm probably going to eat before. <laughs> you know? Hey, but if you're all splitting the bill, then you should starve for like three days. <laughs> right, right. But if I'm paying and you're going to take me to an expensive restaurant, I'm probably going to eat before. It's both a similar strategy for me, too, because it's both about saving money on food. Now, my, <laughs> mine is, I, yeah. I get yeah. it. It's not necessarily the money issue when I go to the gross, grocery store. It's the uh, absurd purchases. Like when things like yeah, you're buying I, watermelon jerky, right? right. I'm like I'm, exactly. I've no idea. Dried persimmons. When I go into a grocery store hungry, everything all of a sudden looks appetizing. Things that like normally aren't. Right. You know, like I, I can't necessarily think of a complete example right now, but like I so bought an artichoke like, pizza. I don't like artichokes. Right, right, right. You know, but I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so hungry. I'll take three boxes. So you're gonna be like making a bowl of pasta just so you don't buy the shit at the at the grocery store. I don't always remember to do it, but I always remember, or I always think about it when I'm in the grocery store hungry and I'm like, control yourself, control yourself. My question for you is what's the craziest thing you've bought while really hungry grocery shopping? You know, I don't even smoke weed. It sounds like you're going to be like, what's the craziest thing you bought when you're high at the grocery store? Um, it's a good, it's a good question. I mean, I, I, it's a lot of like, you know, snacks and like candies and stuff, right? So like, the chocolate covered blah blah blah, right? And then all of a sudden I'm like snacking on chocolate covered espresso beans at seven PM, you know, I'm wired all night and like I come home, I'm not even hungry for dinner anymore. It's just like it's an absolute disaster. I gotta strategically plan the grocery store route. Plus, I'm a handcart guy as we have established. <laughs> Try going to the grocery store hungry with a handcart. Right. <laughs> oh my god. Hungry with a handcart should be your memoir type. <laughs> hungry with a handcart. <laughs> That's a great. That is great. I owe Adam Eagle Rock. By Adam, you're hungry with a <laughs> Oh my, that's brilliant. Trademarked. 
is Adam Eagle Rock going to be your name if you're if you write something as well, or do you use a pseudonym? I think it depends what I write. I'm going with an anchor. <laughs> that that's going to be a, a story about struggle. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, it's actually a great title. Yeah, I'd go with I'd go with <laughs> a different name. Uh, I always go. I I think I think if you're grocery shopping and you're hungry, you're you can come back home with anything and it's okay. You can come back home with weird roasted nuts, uh-huh. and if you're grocery shopping for someone, they can't say. Anything Do you to caveat it. that to somebody's like, well, when you're you checking bought a out, chocolate covered dried mango, and you're like, I was really hungry, right. and, and then the as the person, I go, okay. That's understandable. Do you ever do the delivery? Grocery delivery? Yeah. No. Why not? You seem like the kind of guy who always buys the same exact things every time you go to the grocery store. <laughs> I do. How right am I? You are very right. I sometimes try to switch it up sometimes. Very rarely. But these are the granola bars. I get four of these. Yeah. Every Sunday. I, I, I'm same the kind time. Of, everyone, everyone's like, oh, I try to eat only red meat once a month. I try to eat red meat twice a week. And for some, you know, I'm so particular about the sh- the stuff I grab. Like, do you do you read the expiration dates when you purchase stuff? No, yeah. never. It's that's on the grocery store that they, it should be. No, no, no. Fresh. So what happens is like, you guys are gonna be mind blown by this then. When you so let's say chicken, right? You yeah. gotta get chicken. You look at the package and it'll say like, you know, where four days from now. Well, if you keep digging to the bottom of the pile there, you'll see all of a sudden it's a week later. You buy yourself three days. Not only that, is you buy yourself three days of freshness. So are you willing to dig through the salmonella <laughs> yeah, uh, I garden? Trust, the right? salmonella garden right. to get a week's right. worth of more fresh chicken? Right, your sleeves are like rolled up. <laughs> you got the plastic in, bags I'm, on your I'm in the back, right. I'm in the back, you know, right. rapping with the guy who's doing the stocking, seeing if I can get the OG hey, fresh. Let me get the quarter leg dark. Yeah, <laughs> I don't trust the guy in there. He's going to get me stuff. He's like, oh, man, I thought you said, you know, super soft, you know, avocados. I'm like, super soft? What are you fucking talking about? The week of the shutdown when everyone was, like, panicking. I went to the grocery store and there was no toilet paper. Remember that? Those few weeks. I went and this guy had bought so much chicken and he asked that each piece be individually wrapped. And I had to go up to him. I was like, dude, what's your strategy here? Like, You said like, something. Yeah. He's like, I'm freezing them all. And I'm like, so you can just, we can defrost them whenever we need, whenever we want chicken. I was like, what are we expecting is going to happen here? Like, we're going to be in a situation where we can't get chicken for months. Like, what were we anticipating? Yeah, I think so. We were, I'm not, I'm less concerned about the, the, the amount, the quantity of chicken you bought. I'm more concerned about the individual wrapping. Why are you putting that onus on the baggage guy? Uh, yeah, that's a good point too. I thought that was the point you were making. No, the deli guy. The guy at the deli. He, like, you know, he's like all the chicken breasts or all the chicken legs. He was buying sliced chicken? No, like bone-in raw chicken. How many many people were also in the grocery store? Was it extremely busy? Remember those? Did you go to the grocery store? There was no toilet paper. That's the the guy who buys that much chicken individually is the same person who buys all the toilet paper. Exactly. But then what do you think I did? I was like, I'm getting all the beans. Right, right, right. For sure. That guy just, like, sent me on a panic. When I went to the grocery store on that Friday that we shut down, I was in a Target and there was nothing around. I was already out of my element in the Target itself. I had no idea where things were. The one thing I walked out with was a cup of carrot and ginger soup, one cup. There were so many <laughs> other things I could have got. The thing I settled on to be in my apartment for two weeks yeah. was one cup of microwave soup. 
How long did that last you? I never even used it. Right. It was well, more of like a novelty my, my of survival. Yeah, exactly. My quarantine survival kit is like somewhere in the garage. When I moved out of that apartment, I was like going to the cabinet. I'm just like, I pulled out like 20 cans of beans. And I was like, what did I, I know, think was bringing the beans over here? Everyone was like, get be beans. beans all the time. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, did I really think I was going to live in a world where I just couldn't get beans? So you don't eat before going to the grocery store? I wouldn't like think to cook up a meal just so I didn't bring home the chocolate-covered mangoes. No. Oh, man. You do that? You're like over the stove? No. Maybe a bowl of cereal. Fucking ego. <laughs> you know, you're still going to coat the stomach. Uh, so I go in and go, you know, this is kind of an outrageous purchase. Like... An appetizer, you, per se. Right. You know how much mahi-mahi is in my freezer? Because I've gone hungry going, I'm going to make so many mahi-mahi tacos. You know how fast like, tortillas go stale? <laughs> Even grabbing from the bottom? Yeah, you're digging through all of those. Every item, you're looking at expiration dates? No, well, some, you just get in the habit of just grabbing Meat the bottom. Only, or or you, just always go, you just go to the back of the line? Yeah. It, what? Like for the tortillas, everything, you look at the expiration date? Or you're trying to find Not it? always, I, but I grab from the back. Always. Unless it's something... That I'm gonna like eat or drink relatively quickly, like oat milk. Like we fly through oat milk in this house, so like I know that like four four days later, oat, that oat milk is gonna be polished off. It doesn't matter what I buy, unless it goes bad like tomorrow, which oat milk goes bad in like a year. When you go grocery shopping, do you wear a headlamp? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard, right? It's hard to find. You're just clicking it on to peek all the way through the back to see what expiration dates. I the can best. see you on Shark Tank. Like, don't you hate how hard it is to find expiration dates on things? With oh this, my god with this headlamp well it, it, why i bring it up mainly is the expiration date thing is like my my roommate recently bought coffee beans right <laughs> and these coffee because i think he listened to the cast back in the day you know when i was complaining about the coffee bean purchase so he yeah. bought these two bags of coffee beans and this wasn't bobby bongar was it it happens to be bobby bongar <laughs> and bobby. uh you know, he didn't check the expiration date, uh -huh. which is like, you know, I didn't ex necessarily expect other people to be as savvy and as smart as I am. So, uh -huh. and, and I was just like, just letting you know, like, you know, these were roasted six weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the coffee. Well, but. would you rather have Bobby not gotten beans at all or gotten beans, but didn't pay too much attention to the expiration date on the bag? That, that, that's a topic in itself is like, <clears throat> would you rather have somebody half-ass do something for you mm -hmm. or not do it at all? Not that you have fast. I'm very grateful. For that. We'll no, I understand. We'll, we'll drink those beans very quickly. See, I got them that way because I knew that you were the back of the shelf guy. Yeah, they were all gone. And they were exactly. Well, I'll tell you the first time I found out about the back of the shelf thing, I was mind blown. I'm watching this woman dig through chicken thighs. This right? is how you pick this up. Yeah, and I said, "What? Are, what are you doing?" Uh huh. I was like, "Oh, right, you're probably looking for like the the lightest or the heaviest bunch, you know." She goes, no, you got to check the expiration date. The ones in the front are not always the freshest. And you said, and, and nice just, technique. Yeah, my, you know, they had emoji with the head exploding. Like, that was me. <laughs> what? <laughs> I had to go back around the, the grocery store returning all the items I already got mm -hmm. just to go restock. And then, then people are like, what is he doing with the blueberries? You know, he's swapping out blueberries over here. This whole process. I man. think people from listening to this are going to start shopping from the back of the pile now. Yeah, we should edit that out. I don't want people taking my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, good topics, everybody. Thanks for coming on, Bobby. It's yeah, been a real pleasure. Fun. Blessed to be here. And with that, we will wrap it up for this week's of I'll Be the Judge of That. <laughs> good night and see you later.